Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Capital. Now, I know you're in a holiday mood, but I don't mean London, Paris or Rome. I mean capital as in Wonga, Spondulix, cash. The NHS has two forms of money, revenue and capital. Revenue pays the bills and the wages and whatnot, and capital is used to buy everything that lasts longer than a year or to repair stuff and is top sliced sometimes by the DH for various research projects. Now, there's not enough capital about. There hasn't been for quite some time. And that's why there's a £10 billion backlog of repairs and renovations and why hospitals are being held up with scaffold poles. Accountants have a word for it. Unfunded depreciation. Oh, I know, it's two words. Well, I have one word for it. Neglect. Make that two. Criminal neglect. Now, the Health Foundation have written an excellent report on capital, and it makes a lot of very hard-hitting points. Here's a selection. Since 2010, capital spending has declined by 7%, mostly explained by transfers by the Department of Health from the capital to the revenue budget to fund day-to-day -day running costs. We spend about half the share of GDP on capital compared with similar countries and far behind other countries in numbers of MRI and CT scanners and all that sort of stuff. The Department of Health capital budget spent by trust fell 21% between 2010 and 2018, and that's when the real damage was done. There's a 17% fall in the value of capital per worker since 2010. Sales of NHS capital assets, that's land and buildings, have risen significantly since 2015, and the proceeds have been converted mostly to revenue to cover day-to-day -day running costs. Current capital spending levels are leading to declining values in plant and machinery and trusts and the £10 billion maintenance backlog, which is growing, that I mentioned earlier. And here is a very important bit. The Health Foundation finds capital funding constraints have a direct negative impact on trust's ability to deliver optimal care. Staff reported negative effects on productivity from equipment shortages and failure. Aging diagnostic equipment is, and all of that kind of thing is negatively affecting the ability of clinical staff to perform their work. And the built environment is having negative effects on patient care and safety. The upshot is people are fed up working in rundown dumps that are probably dangerous. Well, fear not. Some bright spark at NHS England has a solution. A competition. And as the excellent Health Service Journal reports, which I linked to this morning, trusts, quote, over-delivering on two emergency care targets this winter will be awarded a share of a new 150 million capital fund. The thresholds are to achieve an average of 80% against the four-hour target in quarter four, in that's the 23-24 year, and to complete at least 90% of ambulance handovers within 30 minutes during quarter three and four. However, the facts are the 2023 planning guidance sets trust a 76% target for four-hour performance and only five have got above 80% in the last quarter. There's no specific targets. There are no specific targets for ambulance handovers. However, in June, 90% of handovers took about three quarters of an hour. So we have a new style of management at NHS England. It's management by game show. What should we call it? White or wipeout? If your local hospital misses out, we could call it the wheel of misfortune. 
the price is wrong. Who wants to be a millionaire doesn't quite do it. NHS England, the weakest link, sounds about right. As a member of the public, I do not want my taxes distributed by a comedian. Points do not mean prizes. Pounds means patience. Every one of them, every shilling carefully targeted. I want careful allocations aimed to do the most good. I do not want the five high-performing trusts to be given more money. I want them to share their techniques and approaches to the most struggling trusts where we should pinpoint capital allocations to help them the most. Competition and pressures like this takes us back to everything that was bad when the NHS disgraced itself with mid-staffs. Competitions, pressure, bullying and everything that's ugly. Struggling trusts who through no fault of their own will miss out on the lifeline of capital and the spiral downwards will continue. Sharing, showing, helping, developing and investing is the kind of management the NHS needs, not cack-handed thoughtless thuggery from the, and the Neanderthal days of grip and growling. A competition involving complex service components which are not entirely in the control of trust managers is ignorant and centralists and tells me the leadership is bankrupt of ideas. Beat the clock, deal or no deal, has no place in the NHS boardroom. It's jeopardy and pointless. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye.